For wrestling diehards only, this is the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in to another edition of the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast here on IdahoSports.com. We are coming to you live tonight on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Twitter account. This is the granddaddy of them all, the state tournament preview special. Thanks to everybody that is here watching and listening live tonight. We want to hear your comments. Uh, We'll throw them up on the screen as we get ready for the biggest weekend of the year in high school wrestling. My name is Brandon Maney. I'm just the uh, I'm just the navigator of this ship, but all of the uh, all the uh, really talented analysts uh, are here tonight. So let's bring them on. First up, I'd like to introduce Al Fontes. Al, what's going on? Not much. Just crunching a lot of numbers, working on the previews, just getting a sort of a a feel of what's going to be going on this weekend. So I'm ready. Yeah, we've got some good content from Al coming up this week. Tomorrow, we've got another uh, one-on-one with a, a great uh, wrestler from the state of Idaho. I won't say who. You'll just have to, to find out tomorrow on the homepage, idahosports.com, but another Q&A with Al. And then uh, right before state two, uh, Al's going to have his state tournament preview with all of that good data that you need to know uh, ahead of state wrestling. Also joining us tonight is Jacob Eck. What's up, Jacob? How's it going? Hey, I'm doing good. You're well hydrated. Show me that water jug you were drinking out of. Oh, yeah, that's good. You drink one of those a day? Is that how? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the goal. You got work to do. You're only halfway there, and then we're we're approaching. I didn't start till like noon, so a couple hours short. (laughs) There you go. Hey, also here tonight, Brian Zollinger. Brian, what's up? Hey, gentlemen. Glad to be here. I'm just waiting for Al's uh, state preview. I look forward to that every year. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's and it's so good. Uh, you know, we'll probably split it up by classification, you know, 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A, and then girls wrestling as well. And yes, uh, be on the lookout for that this week on the homepage at IdahoSports.com as well. We've already got comments rolling in here. Matthew Hamilton, Post Falls, 24 strong, hashtag the North remembers, yes, because Post Falls narrowly lost to Meridian last year, and here's Tiffany and Brian. Let's go, Meridian Warriors, make it a three-peat. That is going to be one of the big storylines this weekend, of course, in wrestling. And Wendy Van Cleek says, go Cats. I'll be honest, I don't know which Cats that is. I'm assuming Columbia Wildcats, but um, let me know, Wendy. But we want to hear from you, the fans, tonight. Which teams are you going to be cheering on at State? Which athletes are you going to be cheering on at State? We want your shout-outs. We want your questions for us as we preview what's happening at State. We can talk about uh, seedings. I know that's always a hot topic uh, right around State uh, tournament time this year. Um, We can talk about weight classes, matchups you want to see. All that good stuff. Wendy says, Kellogg Wildcats. All right, I'm already 0 for 1, guys. I'll just see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, um, as you're watching this tonight, please, if you would, hit the like button, whether you're on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube. Um, And then also, if you wouldn't mind sharing this when it's all said and done or retweeting it if you're on Twitter or hitting the subscribe button on our YouTube channel, all of those little things help everybody that can't be here live tonight find this state tournament preview tomorrow, Thursday, or if they're really crunched for time Friday morning before action gets real hot and heavy. Um, But if you, if you would hit the like button and share it, that helps everybody find it a little easier. uh, That couldn't be here tonight for sure. Here we go. Um, 
More shout outs coming in here. Troy Hobbs, South Fremont, looking for a four Pete. Julian Eric, New Plymouth, uh, New Plymouth Pilgrims, Willoughby, William Shaw, Lindy, and the whole team. No doubt. Uh, Nathan Willoughby says, Go Grims. Yes, certainly. Okay, we've got tons of comments rolling in here. Before we get too far into the comments, we always start with the best thing that we saw from the past week. We all saw lots of district action. Um, Al, I'll start with you. What was the best thing that you saw from this past week? Well, this past week, I mean, are we talking at districts or just the week itself? It could be the week itself. It doesn't have to be necessarily district specific. I think one of the best, I don't want to, you know, at districts, we talked about that already. One of the best things I saw is just seeing those committed kids. You know, you're driving down the street and you see those kids who are really committed running down, doing that extra road work and training. And some of these kids are really focused on earning that state medal championship. I mean, just seeing those commit the commitment, some of these kids, you know, I'm seeing these kids uh, putting in the time, but uh, I saw a couple kids doing some extra running in our area, which uh, was great to see. Hey, that's the drive of a champion right there. Al. love to see it for sure. Jacob, what was the best thing that you saw from this past week? Uh, Brian Nampa's 45 pounder. <clears throat> he almost ruined the entire state bracket winning mm-hmm. districts pins. Cody rich uh, beats. Giuseppe Guerrero, and then now that whole bracket's crazy. Everything's all thrown away. I think it's wide open. Yeah, yeah. It, it became it separated everybody pretty good. Now he's a wild card. Now he just showed up and Brett just busted everything. So good job, him. I was watching closely. Yeah, give me your quick analysis here because Matthew hopped in the chat and said five A one forty fives and go. <laughs> well, just off of Hamilton. Damian Hamilton wrestles his varsity guy, Trey Smith, in the quarters. And they're close. And Damian won districts. Trey didn't. Like, yeah. Damian gets the five seed. Trey gets the four. But I don't think they've – I think they've wrestled and Trey's beat him once or so. But it just – it's all completely crazy now. The Burn kid from Thunder Ridge beating the Nampa kid at Flashman makes him the one seed. Just, just that late movement. It's crazy. It's going to be interesting now. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one to watch for sure. Uh, Brian, what was the best thing you saw last week? Best thing I saw, you know, I'm going to go a week and a half back to girls districts and just the overall quality of the girls regionals tournaments. I mean, it was just amazing to see where they've come just in one year. You know, that the size of the tournament, the level of competition was just amazing. And so I thought that was it was pretty cool watching that and just having a gym. It was at Skyline High School here, the regional, and having a packed gym. I mean, they're, they're either they're going to have to do something or look for bigger locations because uh, it was fun. We had all the mats, you know, four four mats on the gym floor, and it was as full as you could get with four mats. So that was pretty awesome to see the quality of girls wrestling and where it's come. Yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm, to oh, go ahead, Al. Oh, oh, yeah, i like to add that because even at our District 3 tournament, yeah, the, the the returning state champion, Claire Wade, she was in a knockout dragout match with uh, Lizzie Hodges, who's a sophomore from Capitol. Hodges won in a very tight match, but then she lost in the finals. So it just lets you know the competition level in the girls is starting to get tougher each and every year. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm going to piggyback on the girls uh, wrestling. The best thing I saw was was up uh, in district uh, up north. Uh, Skyla Zimmerman from Moscow. Uh, she, of course, won the district title in her weight class. But along the way, 
uh, in her semifinal victory, she picked up career win number 100 on the mat. So way to go, Skyla Zimmerman from Moscow. And a lot of those wins came against boys. <laughs> so she's really uh, big league talent, and I'm really excited to see Skyla Zimmerman and uh, the rest of the Moscow Bears uh, competing this week at state. All right, we've got more shout-outs coming in here. JJ, of course, post-falls Trojans. Jimmy Train says post falls winning it all. Kristen says let's go Warriors. Post falls and Meridian, of course, that's the big uh, storyline. Uh, Coach Nieder, Idaho Falls Tigers are tuned in, rooting for Louie, Nieder, Rasmussen, and Richards. Yeah, Rasmussen, I think. Sneaky. I think he's yeah. got potential to do some damage in that bracket, Brian. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think did he end up uh, the two seed there, I believe. And, I mean, you know, what he's going to run into in the finals with he – assuming he makes it, I think he's got a good shot is obviously a towel. And that's a, that, that's a pretty big mountain to, to climb, but you know, he got, got a good seat. If I remember right, he got the two seat and uh, definitely, or no, he's four a four a. Um, so he got the two. So I think you're absolutely right. Going to make some noise there. And uh, you know, does he beat the uh, net, the Caldwell kid? It's going to be a good finals match. And I think he'll make it because the, the three seat is century and he's beaten him before. So uh, yeah, Rasmussen's rolling a senior. It'd be fun to see. Yeah, I, I think you keep an eye on him, on him for sure. Uh, yeah, Coach Dieter says uh, two seed in the 4A, Brian. Yep. Uh, Raylene says Minico Spartans girls, Kinsea, Liz, and Little A. And, of course, uh, Strong Boys team. They are the favorites going into that 4A meet, Al. All right. Yep. <laughs> Nods in agreement. No further explanation needed. Uh, Molly says, let's go Grizzlies. That's Rocky Mountain, the purple and black there. Um, okay. And now we've got individual shout outs. Jason Scott says, Marcus uh, Ailman, 113 pound freshman from Fruitland. Absolute stud. Uh, yeah. We, we had talked about uh, Jacob, the 3A landscape and how, you know, everyone's looking at Buell and they're looking at, South Fremont, of course, but there's there's some sneaky teams on the periphery, you know, teams like American Falls or Fruitland or Weezer has competed really well this year. Um, which which team we 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 like Buell and South Fremont somewhere in the top three? Who else is going to join in that top three? Do you think, Jacob? I think Fruitland just sheer numbers. They have high twenties. I think and it's they, 27 they have, qualifiers, seven returning medalists, and they have good backups too. Like there's a couple of weights that you could potentially see them getting two on the podium, more than one way. Some two, some teams have like a one way. We have two good kids, but they have they have a lot more than what everybody thought, especially at the beginning of the year. I think they have two number one seeds at least too. So they have the horses, and then they have have the back end. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, for they, sure. If they wrestle a perfect tournament. It's not even perfect. If they wrestle a really good tournament, they could be at least second and chasing down south that'd be a big storyline that'd be huge for fruitland for sure travis says let's go bulldogs is that nampa bulldogs is that uh is that ryrie bulldogs you'll have to let us know travis in in the comments um okay our first big question of the night comes from colton ray walker can we talk about Riker gibson the 160-pounder from Marsh Valley. Kid has been going strong all season, beating some of the top kids in 4A and 5A, with his one loss being against the other top 170 uh, in 3A, another Riker, <laughs> all while holding a 3.9 GPA. Kid must have a great trainer slash teacher, right, Jacob Beck? 
that's my brother-in-law. So he, yep. he's a teacher at Marsh Valley. So he's, he's close with Gibson. So, I mean, he's good. He earned the number one seat. That's for dang sure. In 3A. I think he's like 16-1. And yeah. it really doesn't even, if he doesn't bump up and talent challenge himself, he's 61-0 and going to the state tournament. So, I mean, he's going to be tough to beat. But that 3A, 160 is pretty good. I mean, there's a state champ, a finalist. You know, and there's some, there's some dark horses in there. So, not to wrestle. So, yes. Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about you know how how team scores and how close it can be. Just I want to give one example. Last year, you know, we know the five A is going to be very competitive with Post Falls, Meridian, and then with Nampa coming up. Those top three teams. Last year at the five uh, A uh, championships, Meridian won it with 290 and a half points over Post Falls, who had 281 points. That's a, you know, plus nine and a half points. Just to break down some of the statistics, Post Falls had 15 placers to Meridian's 14. But if you break it down even further, Meridian had uh, 11 first teamers placed, three second teamers, uh, compared to Post Falls had... um, 13 of their number one and then two of their number two. But this is where I think the difference was made is the non-placers. Meridian had seven kids that didn't place but accumulated 30 points to Post Falls had three kids that didn't place, 12 points. But then if you go another layer down, the bonus points, we've all talked about bonus points. Meridian scored 42 matches that had bonus points compared to post falls, 35 matches with bonus points. So it's going to be that tight again this year. Uh, It's going to come down to how many seconds you have. And those bonus points are going to be huge. Plus those extra wrestlers that don't place. How many points are they going to score? Yeah. All those little things, especially when you're talking about two juggernauts like Meridian and post falls. Yes. Those little, you had Nap in there and they're going to disrupt. They're going to disrupt. Yeah, we've talked about that, how, um, you know, everyone's looking at Meridian and Post Falls, but there are going to be other teams like Nampa, like CUNA, like Coeur d'Alene that could steal points potentially from these two lead horses and could alter the the team race. So, yeah, that 5A competition is going to be fascinating. Nampa qualified a lot, too. Like, yeah. Everybody's noticing Meridian. 22 kids. Like, they're in the 20s. They're not far off. And they have yeah. a lot of seated dudes, and they have yeah. a, a lot of a lot of guys that can win it. Yeah, like both them and Meridian have thirteen kids seated and twenty-two. That so they have the exact number, same number seated. So that's going to be fun. Now Meridian's got four number ones, whereas Nampa's got four number twos. But that's going to be tight. And and Post Falls got seventeen seated kids out of their twenty-three. So. Yeah. That's going to be a fun race. Yeah. Uh, Matthew says Meridian brings 26, Post Falls 24, and he thinks Nampa 24. Lots of action amongst that top three for sure. Okay, Travis hopped on earlier and said, let's go Bulldogs. I asked him which one. Again, guys, I'm over for 2 now. Sandpoint. <laughs> Sandpoint Bulldogs. <laughs> so, not not Ryrie or Nampa. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm killing it. Uh, Travis says – what do you see in the 4A 195-pound class? This is where Jordan Tyler from Sandpoint did qualify. Uh, 
Brian, what do you, what do you make of the four a one ninety five? You know, I, I have not watched, I haven't seen Tyler all year. Um, but, but, you know, I know Williamson. Well, uh, I believe Williamson is a three seed from Jerome and uh, Tyler, the four, the one seed Sonner Craney also, I know really well. Uh, those two are going to be really tough to beat. Um, I just haven't seen Tyler. I mean, he's got a great record coming in at 37 and 10, uh, but I would have to go with the favorite favorite there um, over Sonar Craney with the way he looked at the minute, the Red Halverson Invitational. Uh, he walked his way through that tournament, looked great. I really thought what going into that tournament, Williamson was going to beat him, and it just didn't happen. So I, I'm, I don't know Tyler well enough. It's going to be a fun bracket to watch because there are some horses in there. The, sh the kid from Shelly, the Hackman kid, is just a, an animal. Um, but but technique-wise, I think Sonar Craney and Williamson, you know, they've been around for years. Those are my favorite without seeing Tyler. I don't want to say, and he's a sophomore. You know, those are a couple junior. Williamson is a junior and just a, a, a beast. So that, that's kind of who I have there, but it's going to be a fun race to watch for sure. Yeah. Is the seating difference right there just because the district championship? Do you think? Because they haven't wrestled. No yeah. Comments. I mean, 35 and five for Williamson, it's got to be district championship. So it's crazy yeah. that much weight is on a district title. Yeah. Sometimes it's the criteria that gets yeah, right. weighted more than others, you know. Crazy. There's there's not that data. Um, okay, here's a shout out to Al. Troy says, Hey Al, Steve Glassy says hello, says you are a historian in Cali and you are a solid dude. LOL. <laughs> hey Steve, how you doing? No, Steve's a Steve's a solid coach. He's coached some of the best, uh, not only in high school and college. Uh he's from the Southern Cal. Yep. All right, Cody wants to ask. Here's another four A question. 132 pounds for the 4A class. Al, have you found anything enlightening as you've compiled all the data at 4A132? 4A132. Um, well, uh, yeah, I, I'm just looking. Some of the tough, tough kids coming up at 32. You got uh, Castaneda, who's a state champion. He, I think it was in the three A's. Now he's at Bishop Kelly, two-time finalist. You have uh, Al uh, Cantera from Cadwell. It's pretty solid. Um, think who else? You got um, 32s. The, the one seat is Williamson or Williams from Bonneville. Yeah, yeah Bonneville, he's solid. Columbia. Yeah, Riker. Oh, that right. Are you talking which one from Bonneville? Uh, Anthony Williams. Anthony Williams, yes. And and then Morin is, you know, who plays trained great at Greco and he can talk to anybody. I think he's sitting down at the four seats. So. Mm -hmm. This is going to be another good one to watch at the top here. Uh, more shout-outs coming in. Andrew Olinger, shout-out to Aaron McDaniel for taking districts. That's a West Side Pirate there. And uh, we talked about that 2A race, how it's going to be you know, pretty wide open. And we'll talk more about the team race in, in, a, in a bit. Uh, DJ C says, uh, Brian, I'll make it to state. Headed that way. There you go. Glad he's going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, Jason Scott, here's his prediction. Ailman from Fruitland beats Googleman from American Falls 6-3. What do you think, Brian? Uh, it's going to be a great match, but I got Googleman. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob says no. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. I appreciate you going out on the ledge there, uh, Jason, for sure. 13-2, Googleman. <laughs> hey, go, hey, going back to 32, so – uh, yeah. One kid that we got to keep an eye on is uh, Peyton Hernandez from Columbia. He gave Castaneo all he can handle. 
So he's one of those kids that we got to be – he's placed three times, three-time finalist. He's going to be tough, so uh, keep an eye on that kid too. Yes. 32s. Columbia is a sneaky team too, I think, in that 4 8 team race. You know, I think Columbia's got a couple of good lead horses that could do some damage. Uh, Alfonso, of course, I'm loyal to Thunder Ridge because that's where my kid went. I'm watching a lot of individuals from Southeast Idaho. Got to take down the Boise schools and the hated but respected North guys. Brian is an East Idaho guy. That must just make you smile. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I hate him. Those are some good, some good dudes up there. And the competition is great. And, you know, maybe, maybe uh, there's some bad feelings because they've just kicked so much butt over the years in that 5A division. So, but yeah, I mean, Thunder Ridge, I think they're taking 14 to state. They kind of had a down year, but they're going to make some noise there and have, you know, they got a two number one seeds, so they could have some kids place. They're going to have some kids place. So they're going to play the, that disruptor full role for post falls and Meridian for sure. Cause a couple of those weights uh, have tough Thunder Ridge kids in them. Yep, for sure. Okay, we've got uh, a couple of questions here asking. Parker really wants us to break down the 2A battle, and we promised we would. Uh, Parker says, Declo, Ryrie, New Plymouth, and Grace, who's going to win? It, I don't know. It could be somebody that's not even on that list, right, Jacob? I mean, there is no Kellogg. shortage, right? We've been talking about Kellogg a lot coming from the north. Malad uh, always seems to compete well at state. If you, if you had to pick one, we'll, we'll all pick one. What do you what do you think, Jacob? I'll give you first pick in the two A draft. New Plymouth, New Plymouth, the Grims. Second okay. place, Kellogg. Okay, Al, you got a pick here? Yeah, I'd say New it's New Plymouth and Rary are going to be right up there in the top. But Kellogg does have fifteen qualifiers and three returning placers, so and they're up and coming. So yeah, they they're they're going to surprise. Brian. I've got. I would have to take New Plymouth too. I mean, eleven seated. They've got six one and two seeds. That's going to be tough to beat if those if there's six guys make it to the finals. Uh, I think that's going to put a fork in Ryrie. Um, but Malad has is bringing a lot too. I think that's a team. I think they're bringing just as many as anybody with fifteen there. Eleven of their their kids are seated. So I think Malad could could make a lot of noise there too. But I, I've got to go New Plymouth just because of those six kids seated one and two. Yeah, isn't Mills one of their best kid at twenty sixes? Going for a fourth medal, all American. He's pretty solid. Zach yeah. Mills. Yeah. That's Malad kid. Yes. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go Ryrie, but I'll say keep an eye on Malad and Kellogg. I really do think they could be uh dangerous teams uh for sure. Okay. Uh, uh H. A. Haas says, uh, any early matches to watch this year? Is there gonna be any fireworks on day one? Jacob, what do you think? Is uh, there potential for round one? Uh, 3A heavyweight Moss versus Curzon Larson. Uh, Curzon Larson, that one. Moss beat him early in the year, but the Snake River kid's the two seed. That one's a good one. Uh, <clears throat> got a few of them. The two Bose Falls kids in the quarters. Like, um, I'll say Brunson versus Avalos, second round. That's another one. I think they're, Avalos has beat him once, but. Brunson's kind of took it to him lately. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's a, there's a couple. There's some of those quarters, that 5-4 match, it's pretty tough. Uh, and then I'm going to go Timberlake, 3A, 13, the Timberlake kid versus the 2C, Benson from Snake River. There's another one. I like it. That's why I went to you on this, because I know you've been studying those brackets like nobody's business. And you've got I'm going it. through. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> 
just clockwork. You've got it all mapped out for sure. Um, okay. Wendy, Wendy says, I'm hoping to see a rematch in the girls 132 with my daughter, Izzy Davis, and the girl from Mountain Home. She deserves a rematch after what happened a couple weeks ago. I'm not sure. It's, that wasn't on my radar, but I don't know what happened yeah. there. But good luck. I'm not sure. Yeah. Matthew yeah. says, Shane Sherrill from Sandpoint going to win the thing at 145 and 4A. <laughs> Sandpoint Bulldogs. What do you, what do you think, Brian? Uh, I think tough. that that's going to be tough. Um, you know, Beidelman looking for his third state championship coming in at 44 and Oh, um, you know, that's going to be tough. And then Niter from Idaho falls one tiger Grizz has looked just amazing since he, I don't know if he's lost since he came up to 145. He won tiger Grizz, one red Halverson. Um, and so, you know, that, that semifinal match between him and Valdez from Bishop Kelly is going to be a great one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've got um, to go with Bidelman or, or neither there. Yeah, Shane we can't win 45. He's 38 yeah. pounder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brian, you're talking about Valdez at 45. He gave Bidelman all he can handle in the district final. I mean, it it came down to OT. It was tight. So, And he's only a sophomore. Yeah. So he's, <laughs> yeah, him and Nader both. Yeah, it plays out. Yep. Yeah. And Cheryl at 45 coming in undefeated and he's only the fifth seed. That's going to, I mean, that's one of those first day one matchups, the the three seed from Preston and Cheryl at 138. That's going to be fun to watch, but yeah. yeah, that makes more sense that Cheryl's at 138 because 45, I think is Bidelman, Nider or Valdez. Yes. And yeah. And I was going to say Cheryl at 21 and oh, and that's the thing about, you know, what's, what's that 21 and oh versus somebody else's, you know, 29 and two, right? It's, it's always hard to, to tell. Um, okay. Jimmy train wants us to break down three, a one thirty two. Al, you got anything there? Three, a one thirty two. Let me see. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, well, yeah, I, there's, there's, yeah. (laughs) There's some weird stuff that happened. Yeah. The four seed Injury defaulted out of the district finals, or the and then gets the four seed, and the kid that won that district gets down to the six seed. I just a little stuff like that, but it's gonna be good. Ezra Clemens, and then Feely and Brunson in the semis probably. That's crazy. You got crazy. Simmons right from South Fremont. Yeah. He's going for his fourth state medal. I mean, that's a tough one. That's a tough way. That's why I just hesitated because like. But I think that, like you were saying, Jacob, Ezra's looking solid, kid from Fruitland, so maybe tough to beat. Yeah, and Troy echoes those sentiments. 3A-132 is insane. There could be two kids not even place, <laughs> for sure. And, and I think Feely beat Clemens early in the season. So, you know, the Payette kid, Feely is a, a beast as well. I mean, that's – One-to-one Raleigh? Yeah, yep. one Raleigh. Yeah. Yep. He just yep. likes to wrestle, too. Anytime him and Ezra Clemens wrestle, there's like – 20 points on the scoreboard. <laughs> yeah. They've wrestled multiple times. They just swing, man. Those are home runs only. Yep. Yeah. They've probably wrestled three or four times. And, you know, I know Clemens has beat him a couple times, but Feely got him at Raleigh. And so that's yeah, going to be 12, 12, 10. I think all yeah. the matches, those fools are just swinging. Yeah. Home run yeah. balls out here, guys. But Brunson's won two state titles, so he knows what it takes to win it. So uh kid from Buell. <clears throat> yep. So that says a lot there. For sure. Um, That's another one, though. A weight with Fruitland has a backup. 
a good place. That's the other thing. Berlin's going to score double points. They're going to get a finalist probably or a semifinalist and points from backside guys. Make it interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, Clifford Coburn says, which girls bracket do you guys think is the toughest? He thinks it's 132. He may be biased. Um, yeah, we talked to we, we, we talked about that 132. Uh, uh, we had another uh, parent comment about girls 132. Um, you know, Jordan Barrett of Payette's the one seed. Angelina Espinosa from Mountain Home, the two seed. What do you make? And I, I really like Hallie Stone from Pocatello, actually, as the three seed as well, Brian. She's had a really nice season. She, she has. And that, that was one of the most competitive weights in our region, for sure. I mean, you had newbie Stone. I mean, that was just a, a dogfight. So I think 132 is up there. Um, you know, 107 is is stacked, too. The Avellino girl from Caldwell is coming in as the the sixth seed. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Al would remember what she placed last year, but I'm pretty sure she placed. She's like fifth eight. or sixth. Yeah, and, and yeah. she's coming in as the sixth seed. I mean, that, that weight is, you know, the call girl from Hill uh, Hillcrest once she dropped down. I don't know that she's lost once she dropped down. So 132 is definitely competitive, pr- probably about the deepest, but I like 107 a lot as well. Yeah, sure. you look at 32s, right? I mean, I haven't looked at the bracket, but I know for returners, you got what? Jordan Barrett from Payette took second. Newbie mm-hmm. took third at state. Zoe Ortiz from Bonneville was yep. fourth. Uh, Delonte from Fruitville, I think, was fifth in 21. Coburn from Emmett was fifth. Then Espinosa was fifth. And then Haley Stone was sixth. So yeah, I would I would agree. That's probably one of the toughest. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to watch for sure. Um, okay, Donovan says, can we please break down four a one seventy three C? Gonna make some noise, Brian. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I that's I'm clearly biased since my kids are three seeds, so we'll see what happens. But that's that's you know we talked the other week about one of those weights that are are just wide open, and I would have hated to be on the seating committee in that that weight because those guys just beat each other up. Somebody, I mean, everybody had wins against everybody else in the bracket. So, you know, Forette comes in, obviously the returning state champion as, as mm-hmm. the clear favorite there, but outside of that, who knows on that bracket? That's not, that's a bracket that is not going to be chalk. So yeah, I, I hope that was right, but <laughs> we'll see. See, I mean, who else you got? You got Parker bodily from Preston. Well, he took fifth and Levi Lockett from Jerome was six. I think that's the only returning placers that I'm aware of. Yeah, it is. And those two are hard to judge because they both dropped down from 82 literally two weeks before state. So they had no head to heads with the other 70s. You know, Lockett was at uh, the Red Halverson and got knocked out, lost to this, lost to the Sorensen kid. And uh, I think the Menico kid who he beat at district. So that's one of those wide open weights. It's going to be fun to watch. For sure. Um, we've got Steven Adams for a 113 loaded with underclassmen. He's right. I was counting them up. It looks like there's four seniors in this bracket handful of juniors and then some pretty promising freshmen that could break through in this bracket who do you guys like there i've got to go with rosales i mean he he hasn't been beaten on the season uh, i think he's got to be the clear favorite uh, from mountain home obviously another you know a fargo all-american just a tough kid so i i've got to say he's the favorite um but those freshmen uh, Ty Adams came on strong at the end of the season, you know, in the district finals, he took out the one seed there, the jolly kid from Bonneville. He took him out in the finals. Um, 
there's a handful of kids in that weight. Those it's just hard to say how these freshmen are going to wrestle at the state tournament. Yeah. Some of them show out and just show up, and some of them the the big stage dwindle. But I've got to say Rosales, and then after that, it's a wide open field. I think what yeah. the only other place or maybe Bolero from Minico. I think he plays twice. Yeah, no, Freeman. Freeman, Fresh, freshman stunner. Wow. Yeah. Called okay. For sure. Yeah, super tough. Um, okay, we've got some more uh team shout outs here. Parker says, Yes, New Plymouth. He really liked when we all picked New Plymouth to win the 2A championship. That's the answer that he was looking for. Uh, Jeremy Shaw, another Grimms fan, says, Let's go, Shaw boys. Of course, the Shaws from New Plymouth. Um, Julianne says Kellogg might win 2A. I think you might be right. I, I really do think Kellogg has a great chance. They've got the numbers coming down for sure. Um, and Parker wants us to talk about 2A 160. That's where he's wrestling. <laughs> so this this makes sense, right? He's he's got a he's got a tough first round matchup though. I'll tell you, Ethan Torabau from from Oakley is no walk in the park. So that's going to be a fun opening matchup, I think. When you look at this at this bracket, Jacob. There's a couple like uh, North Fremont kid and uh, got Prather from Potlatch. Yeah, Prather's tough. He hasn't wrestled a lot though. Yeah, he wrestled like 10, 15 matches tops. Yeah. And Gunderson's sneaky good too. The West Side kid is, you know, he's he's legit too. He won some big matches this year. Yeah, yeah he took fifth last year, I believe. Yeah. There's some in that water in Ryrie. I mean, they're four yeah. they're four seed. Come, come yeah. February, man. Yeah. Some, some he's only lost like five, six times on the year, but and Ryrie seems to oh, yeah, Ryrie seems to peak at the right time every year. And so you can I mean, if they got the numbers and it's a bad bet to bet against him every ever at the state tournament so yeah so jacob what do they have cutter bowman from north fremont he's another returning placer from last year three seed three seed yeah yeah okay that one's like a weird one he has he's a 33 and four but he's wrestling the fetters kid who's like 41 and eight 42 and eight something like that that's first round like yeah that's a lot of winning between two kids who wrestle first round at the state tournament reminds yeah. me of the california tournament yeah it is you got to come out and just sling it. Yeah. Nine in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zach says 5A 170 is absolutely stacked. The talent in that weight is unreal. Hudson Rogers, Jose Laguna. Uh, man, who do, you, who do you like out of this uh, bracket, Al? Okay. Right now, Laguna is the favorite. Hudson Rogers. And then you got um, the kid from. Uh, um, from Highland. Uh, Highland, um, what's his name? My <laughs> yeah, Cordling. That's that's that that weight's gonna be worth worth the money to go in and watch, especially if they all make it to the semifinals. And if it's if it's Hudson Rogers and uh Jose again, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a match of the night mm -hmm. because um, I remember when Rogers lost that tight one. After the match, he was in the hallway doing sprints. So he started training for that match that same day at Raleigh. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be tough. Yeah, Try to beat somebody be. that many times, though. I know. Like, it's tough to beat a good dude a yeah. lot of times. Yeah, it There's is. Other guy, like Hawkins in there. That kid's good. He's yeah, like yeah and Hawkins can make some noise, too. Yeah, he's a five seed. I mean, yeah. the Madison kids four seed in there. Uh, Peterson, right? Yep. Yep. Peterson. 
Yeah, so you got two, two, at least two coaches' kids there. The courting league's kid is the head coach at Highland, and the Madison kids hit dad is. I, I mean, that's you can't count Cordingley as out either. I mean, he's just a tough kid. The, the Miller, kid, yeah, the Miller kid from Boise can he can catch and pin anyone in it too. He's a strong kid, so that's mm-hmm. that was one of my thoughts for the this toughest weights in the in the tournament. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all, we all want to see that Laguna Rogers showdown for sure. So <laughs> let's, let's make it happen for sure. Uh, okay. We had Wendy on earlier. She was talking about her daughter and uh, how she was wrestling a girl from mountain home. She says that she was choked out. Her daughter was choked out against uh, the girl from mountain home. So no better time to uh, get revenge the, the right way. And that's by beating them clean and uh, even, at state. So good luck there. Debbie says, Wisconsin fans will be cheering loud for Carson Exford, the pride of Napa High. Yeah. Go for his third state title. Yeah. That's going to be a fun storyline to watch for sure. Uh, here's a good question from Alfonso Who's the lowest seed that can win it all? I'll go to Jacob first, just because you're pretty locked in on these seeds. And I'll give everybody else some time to think about it. Guaranteed lowest seed is. Banta two seed, but that one don't count. Uh, I'm going the Moss Moss kid from Teton, the heavyweight. Generally, I think he's the 15 seed, but he has the win over the two seed, and in like a decisive win. It ended an injury default, but he was up big, man. Like he was getting the job done. Uh, or I'm gonna go with. Let's see. There's a couple hard ones. Uh, one of the Masias is hit 13. There's one mm. of them that's ranked a little lower. There's two of them there. Uh, let's see. I'll go Elijah. Well, I got to see it lower. Is my two. I think the heavyweight. Um, it's a good one, uh, Al. You got a? No, I don't. I mean, I'd I'd have to really look at the, analyze the brackets. I haven't I haven't had a chance to really look at it that, at that depth. So I don't have anyone right now. Brian, anyone stick out to you right away? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to look through these to guess. Off the top of my head, uh, looking at the seedings, there was one. I think 164A. Um, I, I think Twist is going to win it. He's the favorite. But uh, Guerrero from Blackfoot is the eight seed. And, uh, you know, okay. he, that, that weight's wide open. And, and Guerrero, he's solid. And, you know, if he knocks off Twist, he could walk through the rest of the bracket and take it. So, you know, that's an eight seed winning it all. And I could see that happen. Yeah, that'd be uh that's a good call, Brian. I like that. I like that pick actually. Um, okay. Nathan Willoughby wants us to break down the heavyweights in two A. Uh, obviously Nathan Willoughby is the, uh, the top seed coming into this. Uh, you got Aaron McDaniel from West side. You've got, uh, I think Cody Dickard from Melba is kind of sneaky good in this bracket as well. And of course, the Lizaraga kid from Firth hasn't wrestled a ton, Brian, but he also, I think, is a big talent. I, I'm going Willoughby there. <laughs> I've watched him enough. I, you know, I there could be some good matches, but uh, I got you, Nathan. You got this. <laughs> I always so, try to, I try to, you know, spread it around. You guys are like, no, this is how it is. This is why I like it. I like having you guys on for sure. Yeah, he's the one seed for a reason. I think you know he lost to obviously Shiloh Jones at the, some really good kids, the Caldwell kid, but at at two A, I just think I think Willoughby's got it. Yeah. yeah. Some uh, other kids that will challenge will be probably Josh Reyes, Western Jefferson. He was fifth and 21. 
Then uh, Isaac Goodwin from Clearwater Valley. He was sixth last year. So some of those guys would be in the mix. For sure. Tony says 5A113. Wants a break down there. Um, this one to me, guys, is uh, one of those fuzzy ones. I could see a number of different guys really excelling in this bracket. Um, I like Isaac Scott from Thunder. Uh, Zach McDonald of Lake City is the top seed. What, what do you make of this bracket, uh, Jacob? Jeremiah Gonzalez is that dude. He's tough. <laughs> he's been wrestling. He's wrestling such a hard schedule. McDonald is good. I mean, he's defending champ. I think he's been in the finals twice now, and he's one-time champ. He's good, but Gonzalez has wrestled really hard all summer too. That dude went to Fargo. He went to mm-hmm. duels. I mean, he's he's been wrestling a lot of guys, a lot of tough guys. Yeah, I'll mirror I'll mirror what you say, Jacob. You know, Gonzo as he called he's called uh Wasimat Districts. He's solid. He's got good positioning stance. He's really solid in the pressure situation. So um he's, I think we just start seeing the beginning of his potential. He's so. that kid that when he's on fire, man, he's gonna he's gonna light everybody up. But there's times where he just stops, stops going. So if he comes and he brings it, man. He's gonna be hard to, hard to take out. I agree. <laughs> yep. We, you know, we were talking earlier about how hard it is to beat somebody three times, and Troy kind of echoed those thoughts. Everyone knows it's hard to beat a good kid three times. I like Laguna, great kid, great wrestler, but I'm betting on Rogers. And uh, yeah, we kind of talked about how that's gonna be really tough to to beat uh, and figure out. Matthew says uh, Mondo Laguna gonna take it five eight one seventy. So there you go. Um, okay, here's one I've really been. This is the one I was most excited to talk about. I think Travis wants to know who's taking 4A 126. This was one that was on my radar, you know, when I first looked at the brackets and looked at the breakdown. Because you've got Martino from Bishop Kelly, is kind of to me the overwhelming favorite. Um, but who he faces, I think, could be interesting. What do you yeah. make of this bracket, Al? Martino is the favorite. I mean, you got uh, Caden uh, Rubash from Jerome. He's two-time uh, placer coming up. You got Jace Wolf from Caldwell, who he wrestled in the tournament, took fifth. You got uh, Contreras from Minico, who's a returning placer. Those are some of the guys that come to mind that will will challenge him. But I'd say uh, Martino is, is right now is the favorite. Yeah, I like Martino, and then I really do think it could be any anybody, you know, second, third in that weight class for sure. Um, okay, Kevin wants us to talk about 2A106. Let me pull up 2A106 and see what we're dealing with here. Um, right away, you know, you see, you see Taven Coons from Ryrie as the top seed. Who else stands out to you in this bracket? Jacob Kellogg kid, uh, Scribner, yeah. yeah, he's pretty good. But there's like, there's a couple of kids. The Mullenberg kid's actually really good. Well, his dad, probably dad, uncle, Kevin. I mean, the Mullenberg kid is good. I mean, he's got some experience too. That's the other thing. I think we got a couple other places, right? Landon Windmill from Soda Springs and Morden from Wallace. I think they're both returning placers as well. Yep. well like Osterhout from Declo. It's That's who really I was going to say. Yeah. Really good record. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he kind of he didn't get the four seed. He gets to wrestle the four seed, but 
it's hard nowadays to have a good record with all the wrestling they do. You wrestle thirty times and you win twenty five. You at least at least know how to put your shoes on right. <laughs> so is, is, you know, is Tucker Bowden from Soda Springs number one? No, no, no that's twenty. That's the twenties. Yeah, yeah, twenties. Two eight twenty is good though. That bracket yeah. is a really good bracket. Two eight twenty. For sure. Uh, okay, Matthew says, "What weight in what division is all but one hundred push-ups to the losers?" It, we we got this question uh, the last show we did too. We kind of like you know, which one is like if we had to like you know bet the house, metaphorically speaking. Brian, I can see you're really pondering it, so I won't, I won't go to you first. <laughs> I, I I can say right now, I think four A one fifty two. I think Skellinger is going to win it. <laughs> yeah. Say five A one thirty eight. Okay. Brothinger. Al, you got one that you feel pretty good about? I agree. Skellinger, I mean, he's solid. He's an international level kid. He's solid. He's when, um, you know, Frothinger's going for his fourth state title. He's looking solid. So, yeah, those two right there. I got a few. And I will, I will say, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jacob. 5A heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Al. It's yeah. Two A thirteen, I'm ready. I'm gonna rack up my pushups. Write them down, Matthew. <laughs> uh, Martino, that's the other one. Yeah, and uh, you know, I will say uh, Alyssa Randall's one twenty six on the girls' side from Coeur d'Alene. That's a pretty pretty safe bet, I think. I, I think Hobbs three uh, A one eighty two is a pretty safe bet too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of three A, Jimmy Train says three A one forty five. Pretty good bracket. Um, where you've got Caden McKenzie from Fruitland at 22 and one Riley Brunson, 26 and Oh, you, you got some really gaudy records here. The snake river kid, 41 and five. You got some impressive win loss totals in this bracket, Al. Mm-hmm. No, some of these kids are wrestling year round, putting in a lot of time. So it's all going to come down to how they perform this weekend, both mentally and physically. We've got to remember we're adding a third way in this year. So, uh, that will change the dynamic for a handful of kids. Yep. Yeah, McKenzie's sure. like one slip up away from being undefeated too. I think he was up like 10 nothing. Got put on his back. Yeah. Anything happened, but that, you know. And Brun- Brunson's coming back for, you know, sat out a whole year. That fool is scary. Yeah. I, I watched him like three times this year. I'm like, that's a tough, mean son of a gun. <laughs> he's, he's that dude does not play yeah for sure there's, We've got... no, there's no games i hate to be the brunson mom in the house <laughs> right <laughs> there's no way there's a lot of things that have been broken in the house guaranteed yeah <laughs> a lot of du- a lot of duct tape and gorilla glue yeah. in that house for sure no doubt there's been a lot i guarantee it <laughs> we've got dueling opinions at 2a 220 parker boring says hunter williams We'll win it all, of course, sticking up for his new Plymouth teammate, 17 and 0. But here's Julianne. Shout out for 2A220. Matthias McLean from Priest River. He dominated at districts. Excited to see what state brings. I'm really excited to see McLean uh compete as well. He's he's had some really big performances uh at, at a couple of tournaments this year. What do you what do you think of this matchup, Brian? Yeah, I mean it's it's tough to bet uh, against you know Williams. I don't. I mean, obviously he's undefeated on the season. He's a senior coming in, but uh, anything's possible at state. I mean, you didn't re- Williams didn't wrestle a lot of matches over the season, so it's it's and McLean's on fire right now. She's absolutely yeah. right. He looked 
great at district and uh, I chalk on the bracket. I'm going to call. <laughs> yeah, don't don't sleep on Porter Whipple from Camii either. Yeah. Porter Whipple's yeah. legit for sure. Matthias is tough though. He took six at Raleigh. Like he can wrestle. Yes. Yeah. He's he had out, some, he fought out wrestle. Yeah. He's had some big performances for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, David and Michaela have a question here. Came in just a little late. Uh, no, we haven't touched on this yet, so you're good. Who has the best shot at stopping Minico from repeating? Al, if there's one team that's going to do it, who do you got? Uh, Minico. Let me think about this for a second. Um, Cav- Caldwell looked solid and Bishop Kelly looked solid, but I'm just – maybe those two schools – I mean, Bonneville has uh, 15 qualifiers. Bishop has 15 qualifiers. Caldwell has 13. They all have about the same amount of returning placers. Um, I'd say those three teams would be the best shot. The thing about Bishop Kelly is they have a lot of guys that could be in the finals, which is a lot of points. So, But it hurts when you don't have a lot of second teamers. So Minico's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, it's going to be classic. 24 qualifiers or more with 10 returning state placers, and that's going to be very difficult to beat. Minico's yeah. death by a 1,000 cuts. Man, yeah. It's going to be so hard to beat them. Yeah, Caldwell, yes. though, they have a chance. Bishop Kelly. That's I what I would have said. I you got to have, but so they got yeah. a team, but they could do it. Yeah, BK, I think, is the team that possibly could, but it would have to be quality versus quantity there uh, yeah. for sure. Um, okay, Destiny says 4A220 is stacked as well as 5A220. Going to be some great matches, and I might be biased, but the girls' 120 is stacked. Let's go Mountain Home. Yes, we've talked about that girls' 120 quite a bit already for sure. Uh, okay, you were asking about Tucker Bowen from Soda earlier, uh, Al. Here's Amy Bowen, 2A120, final prediction. What do you think, Al? 2A120s. Tucker um, Bowen's the top seed. Um, Benning Champ. It's Benning Champ as well. Mm-hmm. Can anybody? I, I I I'm always so high on Gage Vasquez from. Nah, first, but you got uh, Price Thomas that placed third last year. I think he's from Glens Ferry. You got Ricky Harrelson from Kellogg. He was fourth a year before the kid from Malay Trevor Mills. He took six. Those are probably the best bet the challenge for it. But I I'd say Bones the number one guy. Vasquez yeah. is good. By the Bowens pinned him and beat him pretty handily. I'm telling you, man. I'm biased though. <laughs> yeah, Result, results don't lie though. That's for yeah, sure. I see Tucker a lot, man. He's tough. No doubt. He's, um, he's no joke. The oh, go ahead. gonna have two kids in that bracket. That place. I'm calling that. That's what I'm calling. They're uh, Harrelson and Bush. Those kids are good. Like they wrestle a lot of North kids. That's they don't wrestle a lot of people, but man, you have to wrestle post falls, quarter lane, Washington schools, Montana all the time. You still wrestle. Is that Ricky Harrelson? Yeah. Yeah, I took fourth, what, a couple years ago at state? Yeah. Yeah, up or three. Freshman year, I think. Yep. Battle tested for sure. Uh June says five A one forty five. Uh Burton from Thunder Ridge. You know, looks strong, but I re- I really like Giuseppe Guerra from Mountain View too. What do you what do you think of this weight class, Brian? Yeah, I mean, this is one of those I could see Cody Rich from Kuna also, mm-hmm. you know, winning this thing. I mean, he he's a tough kid, and uh, obviously his record speaks for itself. District, I believe Guerrero beat him, but uh, you know, that's that's 
you know, if there's an upset there to be, I think it would be, you know, Rich could pull it off. So I Nampa do like Burton. Who? Nampa? Nampa beat Rich. He pinned oh, okay. Rich. Is that who beat him? He beat Guerrero. That's the, yeah. that's the bombshell. That's, that was the craziest part. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of those wide open, but I like Rich there. I, I do. I think he's going to bounce back, but, um, you know, Burton's tough. So. And we got Trey Smith post falls. He's another one. True. Placed last year. Yeah. And he got Russell's yeah. teammate in the quarters. That's I know. Like 2 0. -0. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You wrestled that every day for like the last nine years of your life. Now you have to mm -hmm. wrestle to make the semis. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Dems the breaks. So, yep. uh, okay. Christine says shout out to all the wrestling moms whose stomachs are already in knots. Um, and then Tiffany, uh, kind of echoes that for sure. Wrestling moms rule and it ain't for the faint of heart, no doubt. And Christy says, OMG, I'm a mess. <laughs> Good luck to TJ. So we're already starting to feel the emotions, uh, for sure. Uh, we got the Jerome Tigers in the house here and they want a breakdown of the 4A girls at 185. Um, so we look at this bracket and you've got um woods from eagle gracie castillo from garden valley just got done playing in the girls state basketball tournament last week guys and now she's gonna put on the uh the singlet and get ready to to compete in wrestling as well um what do you think of this bracket here uh to me reese woods reese woods is the favorite, is the favorite right yeah yeah i agree with that i mean there's some interesting matchups there the castillo good girl from garden valley uh the the, the uh Rigby girl Hummel, obviously her dad, you know, wrestled for Oklahoma State, and she's been coming on strong the, the latter half of the season. Uh, you know, she's the eighth seed. She's going to come up against Woods early, but uh, that could be a fun match to watch because she, she can catch people. Um, but I think Woods is the hands-on favorite. But uh, the Jerome girls, obviously, they've been beating each other up in the room, and, and you can't discount that. You get to state, and you've had a practice partner in the room pushing you, uh, you know, so the Jerome girls could surprise some people there. Yeah, Jocelyn uh, Blair, 22 and 7 on the year for Jerome, for sure. Um, okay. Uh, H.A. Haas says, did any matches stand out in the district competitions? Possible rematches to watch for? Jacob, you kind of talked about how wild uh, 5A. Um, yeah. Yeah, how that was. Yeah, how wild that was. was tough. Uh, 5A, 60. I thought Siemens did. Siemens did everything he could to beat Cade White. He threw yep. the kitchen sink, the bathtub, the <laughs> fridge. He threw everything at him, man. And that was a good one. I like watching it. I mean, I I like that they broadcast theirs on flow slash track. I love that part. So I sit down and put on TV and really tune in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Becky asks about 2A126. Um, you've got Caleb Shaw from New Plymouth, 27-1 and one on the year. Uh, we've talked about Beck from Aberdeen this year. Coulter Wood from Kellogg comes in with a lot of acclaim. Uh, what do you make of – oh, I was going to ask Jacob, but he, he left. All right. <laughs> Brian, what do you think about 2A-126? The top seed is Wallace Durfee from Declo. Yeah. Yeah, that's a it's another one of those weights. I mean, the, the Beck kid from Aberdeen, just a sophomore, has looked great yeah. at times in the season. I think he could surprise some people. Um, a lot of seniors for, you know, 126. Um, I don't know how you count out Caleb Shaw. I, I think it's crazy. You know, with one loss, he's down there at the two seed. 
Um, I don't know. Finalists too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that fight. If it's Durfee and Shaw, that's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, I think his Shaw's only lost is is to Castanego on the season, mm-hmm. um, and so that's crazy to me that he's the two seed and Durfee's the one seed. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what the difference was there. So that that could be a fun matchup if if that's the finals match, but. The, They've both got some work along the way. There's some decent kids in that bracket, but yeah. also underclassmen. So I think those are the two favorites. Yeah, you got the Malads, what, Zach Mills, three-time placer, Coulter Wood, who's a two-time placer from Kellogg. Yeah. So you got some solid kids. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Tiff, Tiffany and Brian ask, what are some weights where we can see teammates in the finals? Hoping to see uh, Twait and Smiley from Meridian at 182. Any others likely – or possible. We keep talking about those post falls guys meeting in the quarterfinals, Jacob. But what about in the actual finals? Anything you see? I don't think anybody makes finals, finals on finals this yeah, year. I really that's probably the best chance, honestly. Yeah. Versus Twait. 4A1, 4A98, you could have the two Caldwell kids. I think they're coming in seated number one and number three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so that's if, if the uh, the freshman Caldwell kid knocks off the Minico kid, I mean, that that's a weight that it's really realistic because they're seated one and three. So I think that would be a weight class where it's possible. I think they had, they had each other in the district finals. So that's that's a stretch, but I think that's one that we could see it as well. Yeah, it, it is. It's going to be really tough uh, to accomplish that feat, though. Uh, I agree. Okay, Christy says 3A132, break it down. Um, this is where we've got uh, Clemens from Fruit. We kind of already talked about this a little bit, but Clemens. Simmons. Um, Keely, Simmons. <laughs> Brunson. This is good. This is going to be a good one. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. This will be. There's going to be two really good kids that have to wrestle blood round matches. Like, yeah. yeah. Really good kids wrestle yeah. blood rounds. State placers are, are likely not going to yeah. place. Nobody in this bracket is a state placer and is not going to place. Yeah, it all depends on where you fall. There, and there's some good dudes in there that like sneaky good. Fruin has, like I said, Fruin has another one in there. Just sneaky good. There, there's a few that, like I mean, yeah. Simmons has three state medals. Yeah, and then Rocky Morris has. I don't know. He's a four seed, so you have three state medals. Has to wrestle four seeds in the quarters. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. We're getting some more shout outs in here. Uh, we've got a uh, shout out for uh, Chase Scribner from Kellogg. Kids a savage for sure. Chrissy with a shout out to the Valley View Falcons. Yeah, good to see them uh, compete at the 4A. Uh, Molly, we were talking about earlier, our, you know, for betting the house, she said Mia Furman at 145 for Rocky. Pretty good bet. Al, that was right in your wheelhouse. You didn't even talk about her. <laughs> no, she's uh she's she's going for she's a re, she's a state champion, three-time placer, was in the final, uh took third last year, uh took second uh her freshman year. Uh she's I think she's only got one loss to a gal from uh Oregon who she beat her the following week. Um she's looking solid, so I'd say she's the favorite. She's a Fargo All-American, uh, very talented. But we also uh, have the gal from uh, Post Falls, Piper's top two. So it uh, could be a rematch. We'll see. Yep, for sure. Um, okay, we've also got shout-outs here. Uh, Andrew says, I got Aaron McDaniel from Westside at 2A, 285. Don't underestimate him for sure. 
Uh, Becky says, excited to see what Kellogg does at state. Great kids, great program. She's biased to the Kellogg kid, Coulter Wood. <laughs> Becky Wood, of course. Um, we've got uh, more shout outs here. Um, we've got Kate Craig at 152. Shout out. Uh, Trisha says, go Snake River. Um, and then we've got a couple of questions I wanted to end with, and then we'll wrap it up because we've been going for about an hour here. Um, and I love the fans are kind of uh, answering each other's questions in the chat as well. It really is a community uh, taking, taking it on here. Okay, so um, good question from Jed. Who are some of the toughest brother duos in the States? The brothers. What do we think about uh, like Castanettos came to the top of my head uh, right away? We'll Alzheimer's in this tournament. In, I think I think in this tournament, the, the Clark brothers from South Fremont, both seated number one. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, some brothers. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, are, yeah. Those are all good ones. Jacob, I, you got one? I look through. <laughs> that was tough. That is a good question. That's why I wanted to pose it for sure. Man, yeah. I don't know. I think you hit it. Clark Clark would have probably yeah. been the one that I went to. I, yeah, yeah but, I can't think of another brother that they're both the number one seed. The Brunsons obviously are right up there, both the top three seeds, but the Clarks are number one, and they both should win that. So it's yeah. Brunsons have never lost in February, though. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. for it's sure. Like that. Um, that was a hard one. Get back to me next week. Next week. <laughs> We've got we've got a couple of uh, grandmas uh, watching tonight. June says, "Shout out to my grandson, Damian Hamilton from Post Falls." Um, Lynn Exford says, "Wisconsin grandma rooting for Carson Exford for sure." Um, Bianca says, "So excited! Let's go Mountain Home, yeah, Moho Mountain Home for sure." Um, we've also got uh, Chrissy Girls Four A One Hundred Seven, Rihanna Mora from Valley View. She's looking good. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, Blanca says, come on, Angelina, 132 from Mountain Home. Um, oh, here's a good one uh, on the brothers um, conversation. Amy says, uh, the Valdez brothers. Valdez from Bishop. Yeah, they're solid. Yeah, yeah they're good too. Um, and then Tom says, next year, Riker and Ridge Vale are going to be tough as brothers for sure. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no doubt. Well, uh, we're going to put the, the finishing touches here on, on our state preview show the the special edition of the idaho matt chat prepcast uh and we will come back next week with one final show for the season guys we will wrap up everything that we saw from states uh the biggest storylines the biggest upsets and of course we'll take your questions and shout outs uh in the comments and in the chat as always big thanks to everybody who tuned in to watch tonight we had uh over 120 people on here tonight tuning in live I would uh, ask everyone before you hit the door and check out, there's going to be tons of people that couldn't be here live tonight that are going to want to rewatch this tomorrow uh, or even Thursday or Friday. And if you could just hit that like button and uh, also uh, share this, retweet it, um, that will help everybody that's coming back later find it a little easier uh, for sure. So all the likes, all the shares, all the retweets definitely help us out and help out everyone else that couldn't be here live. I'm so excited to uh, get to state. This is what we've all been building for all the hard work out, all the extra work that these wrestlers have been putting in and friendly reminder 
Uh, this was just kind of the tip of the iceberg. We've got Al uh, with some great written content on our site, idahosports.com, coming up uh, tomorrow. Another uh, Q&A with, uh, with one of Idaho's premier wrestlers. Um, I won't say who it is. You'll just have to uh, to go to the site tomorrow and see who that is. And then, Al, you're also working on your big state tournament preview as well. That is a must-read yeah. for any wrestling fan. Just a shout-out before I the preview comes out for the state tournament, just to highlight – I mean, there's a lot of returning two-time champions, three, but there are a handful of wrestlers in position to win that rare four-state title. Uh, in the women's division, you got Alyssa Randles, Coeur d'Alene, Olivia Woods from Eagle. I believe you got Hunter Hobbs from South Fremont uh, going for number four, as well as Tanner Frothinger. I want to wish them the best and every wrestler that's competing this weekend. Put all, all the seeds and everything away and just wrestle and see how everything plays out. But it's, I expect it to be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Big thanks to everybody who who hopped in the comments tonight. I know we couldn't get to everybody's questions, but we really appreciate all the interaction. And really, this is your show. We do this for you, the fans, and we want you to drive the conversation. And uh, you definitely didn't disappoint uh, tonight. So um, big thanks to everybody for, for tuning in. Good luck at State. And we will be back one final time next week to break down everything that happened on another edition of the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast for Al and Jacob and Brian. I'm Brandon. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.